from Reminder Media, this is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business. Hosted by the VP of Marketing, Josh Stake, and Reminder Media's president, Luke Akery. So get ready to hear the golden nuggets that will allow you to live a life of freedom tomorrow, but only if you take action today. Welcome to another episode of Stay Paid Silver Dollars. Today, we're going to be talking about gratitude because we're like a week away from Thanksgiving. It's the month of gratitude. It's the month of gratitude. Which actually drives Kim Angeli. Shout out to Kim Angeli, right? We're going to talk a little bit about her today. Drives her nuts that, you know, people, everybody's about gratitude for this month when they really should be about it for the whole year. I know, I know. You should be doing it for the whole year. But. But we don't. <laughs> no, you should be giving thanks to your clients all year long. But hey, uh, it's especially important during the holidays. With a lot of businesses sending out communication this time of year, we are going to talk about some ways that you can stand out and show gratitude to your clients this holiday season. So we didn't want to pick the normal stuff. We tried to pick a couple of unique things that might help you stand out because, hey, there's going to be a lot of emails going out saying thank you for being a client. Yep. There's going to be a lot of uh, different types of even like printed, you know, you know postcards yep. or things like that going out saying thank you, which you have to do. Okay, let's just get that out of the way. You got to do it. You got to send the emails. You got to send the postcards. You got to do all that. But there's a couple other fun things I think that we can talk about that you can do. The first one being standing out by sending a handwritten note, yep. which nowadays is like it's gone up in value when you see a handwritten note. It's it's gone up in value, especially if you make it personal. It's gone up in value. Uh, everybody, think about the last time you got a handwritten note. It's a hundred percent open rate if you have the right address. Well, I've gotten to the point where I save like every card that someone has handwritten yeah. on in, in here at the office. Yeah. But no, an average office worker receives 147 emails a day. So keep that in mind. That's nuts. How much more handwritten notes going to stand out over an email? 64% of Americans prefer handwritten notes. I don't know why they why it says Americans. <laughs> Like Europeans the Canadians don't like, don't the like it, notes. Europeans, Australians, they're no, out. 64% prefer handwritten notes over electronic communications. A couple sales stats here. Handwritten notes increase engagement with clients by 30 to 50%. And handwritten response rates are 300% greater than traditional printed pieces. That's yeah, unbelievable. So this is part of value in that. Sean Carpenter's 4-H. Like he writes handwritten notes to people every morning. The key with handwritten notes is you can't sit down usually and knock out a hundred of them. Right. So you got to do something That'll like, prevent you from ever getting started. Correct. I think you have to write a hundred of them. So Sean Carpenter like sits down, I think he does like four or five um, a day at part yeah. of his 4-H club. Another thing, like I've seen the power of this is, um, and shame on me, I should pick it back up, but I used to do handwritten notes for employees that I would get- um, Huge yeah, response. Huge yeah, response. Huge response those. from that. So shame on me for- slacking off there. But what I would do, and this is just a tip for all of you, is that I would talk to my department heads and team members and just be like, who is doing an incredible job or who's having a rough time or something like that? I'd sit down and write them a handwritten note. Yeah, no. And from a retention standpoint, talking about with clients, retention rate is as high as 50% better among customers that receive a thank you note. So all the stats back it up, all the logic backs it up. It's just logical. You just got to do it. That's definitely something you can and should be doing this season and throughout the year. The second one is a little out of the box, but that's to donate to a charity that your clients support. So if you are, if you understand, or you're kind of getting that information from your clients, you know what charities they support by looking at what they're doing on social media, donate, make a donation to a charity they support in their name. There's a great, there's a giving day. So giving Tuesday 
is December 1st this year. I didn't know that. So it's kind of a global like charity humanitarian awesome. effort for everyone to give. Definitely look into doing something like that. And then if you don't know what client or what charities your clients support, send a note out to your clients. Hey, this is something I'm doing this year. This is the charity that I'm supporting. I uh, would love to know which ones you support. And then as they let you know, put that in your CRM and it's a cool way throughout the year at any time just to make a small donation and shout them out in it. And that's just going to build that relationship. It's an incredible touch point for clients. In psychology, what is the, the effect is called the halo effect, mm. where, you know, this is not the reason why you should donate to charities, but it's a great benefit. It's a benefit to it. It's if I, if you guys know, which we do as a company, we like donate to fill abundance. And so we're involved with the food bank. You naturally will see me in a better light. Mm -hmm. I will get the halo effect of doing something good. Oh, you'll start seeing me in a better light mm -hmm. and people want to do business with people they know, like, and trust. The other tip I would give you when it comes to like charities is it's a great way to get involved in physical type, a touch point that can be more physical, like a pop by face to face, mm -hmm. a phone call versus just a mailer or just an email. If, think about if you're donating to a food bank, you can go and actually tell all your clients hey, we're running this charity this year where I'm doing donations for a food bank. Yeah. If you have stuff, I'd love to come by the house and pick it up. That's a great idea. So now all of a sudden you get to go to their house, pick it up, face-to-face, -face, nothing to do with sales, but guess what? Now you're becoming more top of mind. You get the halo effect. It's going to help your business. Love it. Next one is to make a gratitude call. All right. So you, emails you got covered, notes mm -hmm. you got covered. Now you want to pick up the phone and call your clients. Going back to Kim Angeli, she talks about this in episode 81 of the podcast. She sold her business at a 600% profit and credits the growth to this strategy of making these gratitude calls. And I think she would make like 200 plus gratitude calls. It, I think the hardest part about gratitude calls is when you're calling, you feel kind of awkward just calling and basically saying thank you or checking <laughs> in. But I think you're overthinking it. Yeah. Because if I receive a call from someone right now, like one of the best things to do in marketing and sales is put yourself in the shoes of the person who's actually receiving the receiving end. Yes. If I receive a call right now, from Keith Wilson, that literally the guy just calls me up and says, hey, Luke, just want to check in and see how you're doing. Hey, man, the reason I want to call on you is I was just thinking today about my business and thinking about, you know, all the things that have happened this year. And I just wanted to let you know how much I appreciate you mm -hmm. and I appreciate our relationship. And you know, just want to make sure you know that. And I just really wanted to check in and tell you that, that I really, really appreciate, you know, all that you've done for me. And if I can ever do anything for you, man, please let me know. But I really appreciate that. <laughs> I mean, the power of that is so powerful. And then that's going to open up the conversation to how's life been, yeah. all this good stuff. Yeah, yep. exactly. That's that's a hundred percent the point. There is not only sure thank you, but they're naturally going to open up because you opened up to them. They're going to open up to you, and it's an opportunity not only to build the relationship, but we keep harping on this again. You're doing this because it's the right thing to do, but you're also doing this for your business. Mm -hmm. So this will give you an opportunity to learn more about your clients and their life. Make sure that you're not wasting that information. Make sure you're capturing that in your CRM so that when the opportunity comes up the next time you're going through and say, okay, this is what this Joy is, what is interested did. in. This yep. is what Joy's uh, doing. She loves horseback riding or she went horseback riding last summer. That's something that you can then bring up as a talking point yep. later to help build that trust, build that relationship. Can I uh, say a key point that we learned from Jay Bear, mm. which is an incredible episode. He talks about if you want people to refer, you've got to do basically the unexpected. And he talked about the, what was it, a podiatrist or something that basically this guy grew his whole business by referrals. But what he found out when he asked the guy, what was the unique strategy? He goes, this doctor called everybody 
before they came in. Most of the time, doctors call you after you have a surgery, after they've prescribed you something, and what are they calling? It's pain management. They're calling to check in to see how things are. Everybody expects that, so it's not unique. It doesn't stand out. This guy would call all new patients before they came and literally just here's, you know, once I introduce myself, here's what to expect. I've never had a doctor. And he would ask them how they're feeling. Like, how are you feeling about it? Like, you feeling all right? Like, it's crazy. That's what a gratitude call can do for you. I think that's why Kim Angeli had so much success is because you never get those calls. Yeah. You never get a call from a service based professional that's literally just to thank you. And if they do get those calls, it's expected. It's right after the transaction, Yep. right? That's That's the only time we do it right after transaction versus going, man, you're randomly calling me on a Tuesday in July to to say, Hey, I really appreciate you. That's awesome. No, I love that. The other idea would be, and this might be a little bit tough. This is coming out in November, so I'm not sure what the world's going to look like then. But you can take your clients out for a cup of coffee. So mm-hmm. invite them out for a cup of coffee. It's a great opportunity just to meet in person, get some of that face-to-face time. But it's also a way to give them something that they would appreciate. Both my insurance agent that does all the insurance for Reminder Media and everything, cup of coffee. That's how we first started kind of getting together. The second is financial advisor, cup of coffee. Super easy so, to connect with them. Yeah. Just to shoot them a text message. Hey, do you want to grab a cup of coffee? Send them a message on LinkedIn. Really easy What's way. powerful about a cup of coffee, just so everybody understands, is, is like coffee lunch. Coffee is delicious. Yeah. <laughs> that is what's powerful. <laughs> now, lunch is too big of a commitment. Mm. It's an hour worth of time. You're not point. sure how long it's going to be. We're going to have enough to talk yeah, about. <laughs> yeah. So, right. So, uh, lunch is too much. Dinner's too much. Coffee can be 15 minutes or an hour. And it's like before it's, your day starts. Yeah. It's 15 minutes before the day starts, before you're busy. Like, I, I don't love know if I can meeting for that. cups of coffee because I can get out. Yeah. Like, I hate to say it oh, that way, but your prospects are going to feel the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And our last tip here is to send them something of value. So this one's pretty obvious, but you want to make sure that you're sending your clients something of value, not just marketing material that's asking for their business. This can come in a lot of different ways. You can send them a gift card. Mm -hmm. You can send them. I know we talked about Kim, so I'll say it again. Banner season, they do personalized brownies. And then something that our own business does, this is really what we've kind of built the business on, is this idea of sending an item of value that's going to make an impact. We do personalized magazines here at Reminder Media. So American Lifestyle Magazine, Start Healthy Magazine. Mm -hmm. We've even done surveys with recipients of the magazine just to try and quantify the value of the piece. 77% of recipients feel more positively about their professional because they send them one of those magazines, American Lifestyle or Start Healthy. And then 80% were more likely to do business again because of the magazine. Well, it plays into, we all know the no like, and trust. How do you get into the liked category? (laughs) Like category comes from impact. Impact comes from value that's relevant. Mm-hmm. So if you, the more relevant you can be with somebody, the more things you can send them that are important to them, that actually improve their life, either help them with a desire or entertain them or help them avoid a pain, the more you're going to get into a likable state. Yeah. Now, that's not everything. You still got to showcase your business to build trust. You still got to do a bunch of other stuff. But it really, really helps you when you do gratitude calls, when you do thank you cards, when you do a Starbucks gift card, you send a magazine. It just affirms that likability category, which is one of the most important categories of choosing you as a business professional. No, I love it. 
other additional tips here, be consistent with your gratitude. So we're putting this out during the holiday season, during Thanksgiving, because it's, it's relevant, it's timely, but be consistent, do it throughout the year, keep it personal. So make sure you're not making it feel like a form letter, making it feel like something, you know, a blast, yeah, uh, a mass, know, a mass communication, ask for feedback. So a great way to even kind of show gratitude or get additional ideas for gratitude is asking for feedback from your clients. And then make sure you're using social media to do client shout outs. Go mm. onto your client's Instagram and their Facebook, like their post, comment on their post, get involved with them because that's going to do what? Number one, it's going to make them feel special because everyone likes that kind of feedback. Everyone likes how many likes they get and what kind of comments they get. But the other thing is it's going to keep you top of mind. <laughs> They're going to see you liking all of their posts, going to see you commenting on their posts. And now you're building that top of mind awareness which is where the business comes yep. from. I love it. Uh, can I add one more point Absolutely. to gratitude? You can add as many points as you want. Yeah. So one more extra bonus gratitude point. At the end of every one of these podcasts, we tend to ask the guest, what is one of the routines mm. that you do? And so many of these successful people say they practice gratitude in the morning. Yeah. So not only do you want to practice gratitude in application, you want to practice gratitude in mindset, which is, I think gratitude really uh, centers you and gives you a really good perspective. Because right now, right, I'm doing this diet and everything like that. And someone <laughs> said the other day, I think- I can tell you're adapting though. The energy's yeah, coming the, back. The energy's coming back a little bit. But I was at the gym and it was the Dan, my physical trainer guy. He goes, imagine the kids in Africa that are starving, how much they would love that carrot soup. But now we were just talking, but, yeah. but think about the perspective there. Like I hate that mm. carrot soup. But all of a sudden, man, yeah, I freaking love this carrot soup. This is a great carrot soup because That's of the perspective. Point. But you you practice gratitude of like, wow, all the things that I'm thankful for that I could wake up today, that I have another day that I can spend doing the things I love, that I have a house to live in, that all these things, just practice all the things you're thankful for, that my family, whatever it is, all of a sudden your centeredness, your perspective changes and you can attack the day. Yeah. Shout out to our producer, Arielle. She does five things that she's grateful for every single day. When she started doing this, this has been what, a couple months a now, right? Time. I thought, I thought, okay, we'll see. We'll see, you know, how long this lasts every single day. I don't think you've missed a day. I have missed a few, but it's, I, I don't necessarily write them all out, but I am thinking of them every single day. So make sure to check out Arielle on, can I give out your Instagram handle? Is it at Arielle Thomas? Correct. All one word. At Ariel Thomas. My favorite gratefulness that she posted was the bop that came on the radio. It was like, well, I forget if it was a boy band or something. Oh, Aaron Carter. The Aaron, the Aaron Carter bop that came on the radio today. I was like, oh, that's amazing. It's little things. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Speaking of gratitude, you can head on over to staypaidpodcast.com for the video and the show notes for this episode. I wanted to let you guys know, we actually did a survey and I talked about this in one of our points with the magazine, but we hired a third party uh, research firm to survey recipients of American Lifestyle Magazine to find out what they thought about, to find out what kind of value that was driving for our clients. You can get the full webinar where Luke and I go over those results. It's really, really interesting stuff at remindermedia.com slash reader survey. So if you're a client of Reminder Media already, it's great to check that out because it'll give you some ideas. We give you some yep. ideas for how you can better use the magazine. If you've never used our magazines but are thinking, is it right for my business? I would highly recommend checking that out because we have over 140 or we've worked with over 160 different industries. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we have tons of different businesses. I know we give a lot of real estate examples, but that's because that's the majority of yeah, our majority clients. Yeah, majority of clients, but um, it But yeah, every, every, every business is relevant to remindermedia.com slash reader survey. If you uh, are looking for ways to support the show, there's two ways that we ask you to do that. 
First way is to head on over to iTunes, give us a five-star review, and leave a comment there. The second it's way- It's a way to show gratitude. It's you know? a way to show gratitude. <laughs> the second way is to tell a friend about the podcast. All right, so it's Thanksgiving, so I've got some Thanksgiving jokes. Oh, boy. What do you guys want? One, two, or three? Uh, two. Jesse two. said two. Why do pilgrims' pants always fall down? Because they wear their belt buckles on their hats. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got to do this one because this one's too good. This is the one I wanted to do. Where do you find a turkey with no legs? Exactly where you left it. <laughs> if you want, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yeah, if you want to get a hold of me or Luke, please email us at podcast.remindermedia.com. You can also follow us on Instagram. We are at Stay Paid Podcast. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, and I'm Luke Acree, and we gave you a bunch of different tangible options on this podcast that you can implement, whether it's a thank you card that you can write to somebody, get a gift card, send the magazine, do a gratitude call. My challenge is to you is to pick one of them and do it for your core advocates. You really should do it for your whole database, but I'm gonna challenge you to commit to doing it to your core advocates, the people that you go, man, these are the real difference makers in my business and in my life. And just watch how that changes your business and it will encourage you to go to the next step and actually call everybody else in your database or do something else for everybody else. Remember this, the difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer in every single business is top producers take action. Take action on that today.